This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So uh, for the last couple of days, I've been in Facebook jail. Apparently, they frown upon uh, posting too much in Facebook groups, and, uh, and my posting rights were revoked for the last couple of shows, but I'm back now, and uh, I'm glad I am because I almost missed one of the most interesting and illustrative um, debates that's gone on in a long time, and that's whether uh, whether we're allowed to use the term mob anymore. Apparently, our cultural overlords in the media and in Hollywood have decided uh, that uh, we're not allowed to use the word mob, and um, and if you don't believe this, all you had to do was watch uh, CNN or MSNBC, where um, Chris Matthews and Don Lemon and several of the other uh, personalities there jumped on their guests with both feet and uh, and had all the other panel members roundly condemn them for characterizing the Democrats' tactics um, with Antifa and uh, Black Lives Matter and most recently uh, these raging, screeching mobs uh, opposed to the Kavanaugh nomination. We're not allowed to call them mobs, and uh, and it was really uh, like going through the looking glass. Uh, they they uh, the media compared uh, what's been going on since uh, 2016 election to uh, the Tea Party, and they they claim that uh, what Antifa and Black Lives Matter um, and these uh, these most recent protesters are engaged in is no different from what the Tea Party engaged in uh, back in, um, early in the Obama term when they were trying to pass uh, the uh, so-called Affordable Care Act. What a joke that was. That's another Orwellian phrase, the Affordable Care Act. Um, but, you know, I, I lived through those days. I remember the Tea Party, and yes, it was an escalation uh, from what um, you're used to uh, Republicans uh, engaging in and the way they behave politically. Uh, the Tea Party was uh, organized uh, and financed by the Koch brothers, by the way, in a large part. Um, they've since gone on to become more of a grassroots movement. They've uh, thrown off the shackles and the yoke of the Koch brothers. But in those days, they were showing up at uh, town hall meetings uh, not just Democrat town hall meetings either. They were showing up at Republican town hall meetings, and they were uh, they were shouting and they were carrying signs and they were chanting, uh, but they weren't um, you know getting in the face of their elected representatives. Uh, they were engaged in the town hall in a very disruptive way, and uh, and it got to the point where many politicians, especially uh, spineless Republicans of that day, the establishment Republicans that have. Uh, been uh, either converted or banished uh, at this point in the Republican Party, but they uh, they were uh, they were being called to account by the Tea Party, 
And we're told by our media overlords that uh, this is uh, what's been going on uh, in the streets and in the halls of Congress now is no different than what the Tea Party engaged in. You'll remember that the Tea Party uh, had a big rally in Washington, D.C. They did go to Washington. There were uh, probably 100,000 or more of them that showed up on the mall in Washington and listened to speakers. Um, And uh, there were counter-protesters there. Um, But um, the Tea Party uh, engaged itself in a very civil manner when they left. They picked up their trash and left the park uh, clean. And um, and the Tea Party was very successful in stealing the uh, the backbone of many of these Republicans and uh, in defeating many of the Democrats uh, that put, pushed through Obamacare. But there's no comparison, uh, despite what the mainstream media would have you believe, between uh, the tactics of the Tea Party and what we've seen uh, with the current uh, Democrat Party left-wing um, resist movement. Uh, Antifa uh, is out there as the, in the streets as the shock troops of the Democrat Party, uh, engaging in, um, in violence, arson, uh, property destruction. Um, they're taking over uh, whole uh, cities, um, shutting down the streets, keeping people from going about their business. They're setting police cars on fire, um, and overturning them to try to keep um, speakers with which they disagree from having freedom of speech on college campuses. Um, they're showing up at any uh, sort of, um, you know, uh, Republican or conservative gathering and attacking people with clubs and with bike locks. They're busting heads. They're cracking people's heads open. Um, none of this has any resemblance to the Tea Party whatsoever. And of course, you know, Black Lives Matter, which is a, uh, a Democrat constituency, and you can't claim otherwise. They uh, were invited to the White House in a sit-down meeting with Barack Obama. Of course, you know, they, they pretty much burned downtown Ferguson, uh, Missouri, to the ground based on a, a, a lie. Uh, the Michael Brown was uh, somehow uh, wrongfully... Um, killed by uh, Darren Wilson, the police officer, when uh, Michael Brown tried to take the police officer's gun and then rushed him uh, to try to do it again. Um, and of course, well, and, and you had Black Lives Matter uh, marching in the streets, chanting, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want it now? What do we want? Dead cops. When do we want it now? And of course, that resulted in exactly what they were calling for when almost a dozen Police officers across this country were assassinated by Black Lives Matter um, fanatics. You had five police police officers murdered in um, in Dallas, in Dallas, Texas. I think he shot eight, and five of them died. You had three shot in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Two of them died. No, I think three three cops died in Baton Rouge. Uh, you had a couple of cops that were sitting in their uh, cars in New York City that were assassinated um, while they were sitting there. All of this was uh, fervor and uh, fanaticism whipped up by the Black Lives Matter movement. And, of course, you had James T. Hodgkinson, the Bernie bro, show up um, at a planned, premeditated uh, attempt 
attempted mass murder show up at the GOP uh, baseball practice with a, um, was it either an AK-47 or an AR-15, fired 200 rounds, uh, severely injured five people, including the, um, uh, the Republican whip, Steve Scalise, and uh, and the only reason he wasn't successful in uh, in murdering more GOP Congress members, which was exactly what he was there to do, was because Scalise, as House Whip, uh, had a security detail, and those two Capitol police officers confronted and and uh, and killed him. Top notch police work that. But um, if you go on um, CNN or MSNBC or you, um, you uh, like Mitch McConnell did, state in the well that the Democrats' mob tactics are not going to work, they will shout you down. They will, uh, they will claim that uh, the Tea Party was nothing, uh, um, nothing less than what the Democrats are engaged in, when it's an absurd statement. The, the media has gone from being um, dishonest to absolutely showing no pretense whatsoever to trying to be anything other than a mouthpiece for the Democrat Party. As a matter of fact, uh, if you look at the way uh, all of the left-wing media, which is to say 90% of the media, um, conducts their business, it's straight off of the the morning uh, uh, bullet points that the Democrat Party faxes out to all of its activists. They all sing with one voice, and there is no um, statement too ridiculous or too uh, absurd for the the uh, mainstream media to parrot on behalf of their Democrat Party um, masters. I, I'm not sure if the, if the Democrat Party are the masters of the media or the media have become masters of the Democrat Party. But in either way, they're trying to impose a left-wing agenda on the rest of us that is totally foreign and antithetical to uh, to Americans' traditions, to the Constitution, to uh, uh, to Republican form of government. They have, and there is no doubt about it, become a mob. If you disagree with them in the public square, they think that they are morally entitled to try to um, to shut you up with violence or or uh, intimidation tactics. These, uh, these tactics where they show up in restaurants and chase uh, uh, Trump administration officials by screaming at them and shouting and creating a scene. The reason those, uh, those administration officials are leaving is because they're afraid of violence. That's the definition of assault. They may not be battering uh, uh, Ted Cruz and his wife or... Uh, Kirsten Nielsen or Sarah Sanders or um, Pam Bondi, but they are uh, performing an assault on them. They are they are making them flee for fear of of their lives. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the violence has been a tactic of the Democrat Party for a very long time, going b- back all the way to uh, uh, to the civil war and, and through the communist movement and the, the, um, at the turn of the century. And then later, of course, in the 1960s where you saw the black Panther and the weather underground in the late sixties, uh, many people that are watching this now may not remember, but there were bombings 
throughout this country that were conducted by uh, these left-wing groups. Uh, they were spouting anarchy, but uh, come election time, you can bet that they were the polls uh, voting for their favorite Democrats. So we're supposed to buy into this whole notion, and if you don't, you're a heretic, that the Democrat Party's violent uh, and violence and intimidation tactics are not a mob. They are simply, according to Don Lemon, First Amendment expressions that they can exercise their First Amendment anywhere at any time that they want to. Well, um, I think the old adage is, your right to swing your arm ends at my nose. And these Democrats have been uh, uh, busting heads and punching people in the nose, shooting people, burning things down, attacking police, chasing people from restaurants. It is nothing less than mob violence, and the Democrats are going to have to own that running up to this uh, 2018 midterm elections, and the American people are going to have to decide whether they want their politics uh, determined by a mob or whether they want to uh, adhere to the ballot box. Because that's how Donald Trump got to, uh, got to office, through the ballot box. It has absolutely driven them crazy uh, to the point where uh, they, they have adopted mob violence. You had Hillary Clinton, the candidate in 2016, going on TV saying, we will not be civil. You can't be civil once we uh, take back the Congress then we can return to civility. You've got Eric Holder, a, a former attorney general, p- former chief law enforcement officer for the United States, advocating violence. He says, uh, uh, when they go low, we kick them. And, of course, uh, that's exactly the type of rhetoric that, uh, that prompted James T. Hodgkinson and many of these left-wing Antifa uh, members that are attacking people in the street. You got, uh, and it's not limited to them. You've got uh, uh, senators and congressmen uh, doing it as well. You got, uh, of course, uh, Mad Maxine Waters out there saying that if you see a Republican or a Trump administration official uh, in a restaurant at a gas station in the public square, you create a crowd and you tell them they are not welcome here, anywhere, or any time. You got Cory Booker uh, uh, advising people to get up in congressman's face. When you get up in somebody's face, um, you are in in effect assaulting them uh, and you are putting them in fear uh, of of, um, their free speech rights. So, you know, I'm going to take this, as are many Republicans, as um, just uh, that much more um, motivation to uh, to vote these Democrats out at every opportunity. And I would urge you, uh, if you're already going to vote uh, this, uh, this coming November, to make your uh, day's mission to deliver as many Republican votes to the polls as you can. Call your, uh, call your brother, your sister, your cousin, everybody. You make sure that they turn out to vote. Give, give people to a ride. If you've got a, an elderly uh, aunt or neighbor that can't get to the polls, you make sure that they get there because uh, really the uh, the whole concept of civilized uh, democratic institutions weighs in the balance. Well, thanks for listening. I'm glad to be back. Uh, if you like this show, please share. Be sure to share it uh, because uh, that's that's apparently uh, the best way that um, that I can uh, 
increase the reach of this program and uh, and like it. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that uh, that subscribe button down below. And we will uh, talk to you next time. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. The N-OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.